Happy Pride Month. And I wanted to come on and do this video before the month ended. I don't have much time, so I had to get it in today. Um, and I want to talk about sexuality. You know, in honor of Pride Month, I'm going to talk about sexuality today because that's a subject that really, or a topic that really, it really fascinates me. Just the, just sexuality and how people express themselves sexually and how there are so many different sexuality first of all is so broad and there's so many different ideas and of what sexuality should be you know and I just find it I wish I could play the song right now Prince by Prince sexuality that would be perfect to play right now but at any rate Sexuality is something that we all, you know, exhibit in one way, shape, form, or fashion, whether we like it or not. Even if you're asexual, <laughs> you're just that, right? You are exhibiting that. So I feel like when it comes to sexuality, though, the thing that bothers me the most is repression. I feel like... I personally have dealt with repression when it comes to sexuality and I think a lot of people probably can relate to that you know here's the thing we live in a world where a lot of people say just be yourself be you do you don't worry about anyone else and I think it's amazing when people are put in positions or put People are born into situations where that is a possibility. But what I feel that a lot of people forget is that everyone doesn't have the same luxury, if you will, of being able to just be themselves. Depending upon where you live, depending upon what you know is going on in your life, it could mean life or death for you. You know, it's, it's serious. It's not just something to just say, oh, just be yourself. You know what I mean? It's not that simple for everyone is what I'm trying to say. You know, people have lost their jobs. You know, they've lost their family by just being themselves. And it's unfortunate that that happens, but it's a fact. And I wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's unfortunate that so many people let another person's sexuality cause them to treat them differently. You know what I mean? Like, we just think about it just so who that person is sleeping with is causing you to feel differently about that person and to treat them differently. And a lot of it goes back to how that person was raised. You know, it all, you know, it goes back to what has been instilled in us. What has been told to us is okay and what is not okay so that is a big part of it some of it a lot I won't say a lot I'll say some some of it in my honest opinion a lot of the most homophobic people to me themselves have been repressed and I think they have some homosexual tendencies themselves you know not tendencies but um, deep down inside I think a lot of those people are either homosexual or bisexual or curious and that's their way 
of dealing with it by just bullying maybe or torturing someone else because they can't live in their truths. I mean, it's so obvious when you see someone who does something to someone who's gay and then it comes out later that they themselves were actually gay or bisexual, you know. So hurt people hurt people, right? That is the biggest thing. When I see someone going so hard and being so bothered by someone who has a different sexual preference than they do, it just, um, it's just, it's just kind of weird to me. Like, wow, you know, they're adults. As long as you're an adult, you know, they're an adult, they're with a consenting adult, but they just happen to like the same sex. And that bothers you. Why? You still get to be heterosexual and sleep with who you want to sleep with. It doesn't impact you in any way, shape, form, or fashion, you know? So I just, that's like, I'm really curious about that. Another thing I feel that the reason why people have such a hard time, even in 2021, is because of ignorance. And what I mean by that is they just don't get it. You know, they're just, they they don't understand it. Even though, you know, everyone is not living in a city like Los Angeles or New York or other, you know, cities where people are a little bit more open-minded. There are still places where people are more closed-minded and they haven't been exposed to certain things, you know? And I want to insert myself because I think back to when I was a child and, you know, I hadn't been exposed to a lot of things that I got exposed to, like once I went to college and things like that. I personally never was really exposed to certain things, you know? So I just, I didn't think about them. And then when I saw them, it was bizarre to me. You know, I didn't get it. I I, I felt a way about it. It's the truth, you know, and I'm not necessarily talking about anything in particular at this point of this conversation. I'm talking about just in general, anything you grow up with, when you grow up in a certain type of neighborhood with a certain type of people, when you see certain things that you've never seen before, like example, when you go off to college, I feel like when we go off to college, that's when our eyes are open. All the things that mommy and daddy were hiding from us suddenly appears (laughs) in one way, shape, form of fashion or fashion, you know? So for people like, for, for example, I grew up, I did not grow up in, um, California, but I grew up in Texas. So, and I grew up, you know, where it was not like a really open, you know, a lot of open-minded people. Um, so a lot of the people now, you know, here in Los Angeles, a lot of people that I meet and I talk to them about their childhood, it's completely different from mine. And they experienced so much at a young age and they saw so much at a young age, things that I would have never dreamed of, you know, at a young age, they had already experienced it. And, um, you know, some things I still haven't experienced even as an adult, you know, But it's the environment. They grew up in a fast-paced city, and I grew up, you know, the opposite. So I just want to kind of bring that up. When we're looking at people and why people react the way they do and why people feel the way they do, a lot of these people in the, you know, the middle of America, they haven't been exposed to a lot of things that 
you know, someone else, like I said, in Los Angeles, New York, I'm just throwing those out there. The larger cities have been exposed to. And it's always like that. The larger city, the larger the city is, the more you can kind of find a more open minded kind of crowd. You can kind of find your crowd. A lot of times in tiny, tiny cities, you may not be able to find as much openness. It'll be a little, maybe a little harder for you to find. Things are changing. This is 2021. There are a lot of changes that are happening. I feel like there are a lot of things that are improving. Of course, you know, a lot more representation for certain um, demographics. And I feel like that is great. That's great uh, across the board. Representation is so important. If you don't see it, you don't know about it, right? On the other hand, a lot of people feel like, I don't want my kids to see that because my kids are going to be gay or my kids are going to be whatever. I don't want them to see this certain thing, you know. And the funny thing about it is nothing can make you, (laughs) I don't feel, gay. I think, I'll give you an example. I grew up, like I said, always feeling I always was a little like, what is this t- the term? I um, walk to the beat of the tomb of my own drummer. I think that's the term. I don't know. There's some kind of saying out there, but I was always my own individual. I was always different, you know, from everyone else. I knew I wasn't like everyone else. In high school, I feel like a lot of the girls, you know, they're alike, you know, in a lot of ways. They, you know, they kind of fit into this certain mold. I always saw myself as different you know and it just my mind I was just thinking of different things I wanted to get away you know everyone else I knew they wanted to go to college like at least in the same state I wanted to go as far away from home as possible I just wanted to see the world I just wanted to do different things you know and everyone else just had different plans and goals in mind I never had these traditional desires you know and When it came to sexuality, I just kind of didn't have a big, I guess, it wasn't really at the forefront of my mind because I had a lot of going on in my childhood. Like I had a pretty rough childhood. So um, because of all the other things that were going on, I guess I didn't really go through the whole teenage thing I mean I think I kind of went through yeah having a crush on a boy here or there you know kind of thing I did have that and you know things like that really like nothing too out of the ordinary but I feel like when I went to college is when I kind of was like oh okay my eyes were kind of opened and I saw different things you know I saw different kinds of people and I saw different looks you know people who were kind of alternative and I'm like wow you know and I realized wow you know there were certain things that I was just kind of drawn to and it just made me realize like wow there's so much more you know to the world than what I had experienced what I had seen you know in my sheltered upbringing if you will and I say all this to say, to, you know, to sum it all up in a nutshell, I think we all, I think I was very repressed, you know, as a child, because anything that I said or anything that 
I, I liked or I wanted to do, it was immediately shut down and there was not an option for that thing. You know what I mean? I, I was never allowed to speak or never allowed to express myself. And that really, 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 really did, did a number on me, you know, because I wanted to express myself. There were things that I loved. There were things, but they were all different things, you know, and I was always told no you know, go this route, you know, so repression is something that it saddens me, you know, it just saddens me to think that, you know, you can be so repressed that you don't even know who you are. And I think that is something that happens a lot in, in general, you know, it's, 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 of course, in the gay community, a lot of people try to keep people from expressing themselves, from being the person, you know, from loving who they love. But I think that's something that can impact you on many different levels when you think about repression. A lot of times people just can't be themselves, whether it's because of a job, because of their family, because of society, you know, thinks it's weird. It's just, it's crazy that you can't, you, you get one life, right? one life to live and most of us don't live it out in the the true form and fashion that we would love to we don't live out loud if you will I want to talk about one person who I feel that kind of changed if there's one person I can say who changed my life <laughs> I think it would be Angelina Jolie Angelina Jolie was the first person that I saw. Well, I, I should say, no, Angelina Jolie and Prince. Prince the singer. Um, those were, I, I feel like Prince is one, but I think Angelina Jolie had the biggest impact on me because of the fact that I saw this woman who was living her truth now, everyone, first of all, Angelina has pretty privilege, you know, everyone can't do what Angelina Jolie does. But I think that there are a lot of pretty people in Hollywood like Angelina Jolie who would not definitely not live out their lives out loud the way Angelina does. So I'm still going to give her her credit. Angelina Jolie is such an example of what I'm talking about when I say living your truth. She, when she was younger, like I, I remember when I first saw Angelina Jolie, um, I was in my twenties and, um, man, I was just like, wow, you know, who is this? Everything about her, I was attracted to everything about her was like amazing. You know what I mean? Like it was just really, really amazing. And I felt like, wow. Actually, I think I saw Angelina. I, I shouldn't say the first time I saw her, I was in my 20s. I, I think I was younger than that um, when I first saw Angelina. Anyway, that, that's that's neither here nor there. The point is when I saw her, it, it, it made me realize, wow, you know, it just impacted me like someone living out loud, someone living their truth. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about her. 
and her and when it comes to sexuality she was so fluid and unapologetic about it and I love that and I just wonder what would life be like if everyone could live out their lives that way you know what I mean like how much happier would people be if they could just that one part of their life if they could just live it to the fullest and live out loud without having having to worry about losing something you know precious in their lives or something very important in their lives I I want to talk about now the broad spectrum spectrum of sexuality I do believe that when it comes to sexuality women get cut a little bit more slack you know of course than men do but it doesn't change the fact that sexuality is still a broad spectrum it doesn't change the fact that men too can fall somewhere anywhere on that spectrum so just like women the one thing with women women will kiss their girlfriends they will be gay for a day and just go on about their lives and never you know think about it again it's very hard for a man <laughs> to be just say you know just to say oh yeah i was gay for a day you know it's it doesn't necessarily work like that i think and on that i don't know i would have to i can't speak for men on that you know but i must say that for some reason, society doesn't allow them to just explore in a way that they, you know, are okay with like women exploring it. So it's kind of like men, a lot of men, I think that's why you have a lot of men who just are kind of like, they do their dirt in a way that no one knows about it. You know what I mean? And I shouldn't say dirt, but that's definitely not what I meant. I'm what I mean is they do what they have to do without people knowing and they keep it a secret, you know, they just keep it a secret and they're not, which is horrible, you know, for someone to have to, if you're bisexual, you're bisexual and it is what it is. And it's, it's very, very, very possible. I feel that people can be, you can be attracted to certain things some people are it, it could be just something with that person that you're attracted to that is so possible um i i have experienced that i have seen a woman who there was something about her that i just found very attractive you know and then that's it and then other women nothing 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 wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole there's nothing 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 absolute mute nothing and then there's men who i've seen who are there's just something about them i'll give you an example there is well one angelina jolie i think angelina jolie is very attractive very attractive. I'm very attracted to Angelina Jolie. Um, I'm giving you guys examples of just people on TV because, I mean, anyone else you wouldn't know anyway. So, and then there's um, there's this lady who plays on this show called 
what is the show called? Um, I think it's called The Godfather of Harlem with, um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on people's names, but Godfather of Harlem is a great show uh, with Forrest Whitaker. He's the star, but his wife, um, the lady that plays his wife on the uh, show, she's very attractive to me. I, I think she is extremely attractive. But it's like every single other, you know, woman on the show, it's like, I don't think anything of them at all. You know, nothing. I just think, you know, whatever. And then um, I could see a million men and nothing. There's nothing. I have no attraction to them. But then I'll see one. I'll give you an example. I was, um, I saw um, Omarion, the singer. There was something about him that was just very sexy and appealing, you know? So with that said, the same feeling that I had for Angelina Jolie is the same feeling that I had for, um, like, Omarion, the same attraction, like, his, you know, the look. So, yes, I think it is very possible for people to be attracted, you know, to, to be bisexual. But, but... I think you can have that feeling and then just be in a relationship with the same sex uh, person for the rest of your life or being a, you can be bisexual and be with um, the opposite sex. I think bisexuality is, it's like that because you're attracted to that person. And I think a lot of people are confused and they feel like bisexual people will never are people who just have to have sex with men and women. And that's just not the case, you know, with every person. I mean, maybe there are some people who are like that, but I don't think that is the basis of being a bisexual. I think the basis of being a bisexual means that, yes, you, you are attracted to men and women. It's just like if you're heterosexual and you like, let's say, Hispanic men and you like white men. It doesn't mean that you're going to always cheat on your white male, uh, white husband with a Hispanic man because you're attracted to both. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that those are, you know, the, the types of that's what you're attracted to. And then once you land one, then that's you're attracted to that person. That's who you love and that's who you want to be with kind of thing. I think a, a bisexuality confuses a lot of people because. They just don't understand how someone can be attracted to both sexes. And it's really not that confusing. You know, it's really, it's, it's just the fact that you have the ability, you, there's something in you that finds sexual attraction to certain women and certain men, you know? I also want to dabble a little bit on the funny, funny, funny thing about being open about sexuality and just being open and living your truth. I think that it's so sad how people, a lot of people who are, who come out, unfortunately have to deal with their straight friends or, you know, co-workers or what have you, thinking that they're attracted to them. I think that is the hardest thing, I think, to deal with. I think that's why some people don't even bother. You know what I mean? 
coming out to people because of the uncomfortable feeling of having to deal with someone thinking they're hitting on them or, you know, making corny jokes and things like that. PSA. Just because someone is, you know, bisexual, gay, whatever, LGBTQ, T plus community does not mean that they are automatically going to be attracted to you because you fall into the slot of what they like. I think that is something that is so, ooh, that's just something that's so annoying to me. You know, I remember I was working this job once and there was a, um, a lady who was being interviewed and she was very, um, she was very much, she, she came like with a suit, you know, she was very much so tomboyish. And I remember the girls in the office just saying, great, now she's going to be hitting on us all the time. And I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, and, you know, at the end of the day, it came out that the lady was actually married. But the point is, I did make, I, I, I couldn't help myself. I said to them, how do you know that you you would even be her type? And I don't even remember what they said. I think they said they still went on. They still believed that they were her type and they believed that it was going to happen for, you know, that, that that was something they would have to worry about. So my thing is, so when they hire the man, if they hire a guy, guys are attracted to women, a, a straight guy. Are you going to have to worry about him hitting on you too? Like it, it wasn't the same energy because we, of course, there were males who came in to interview and the energy was totally different. They didn't say anything. I just feel like we have so far to go when it comes to this thing. You know, I think there are so many people who just don't get it. And so many people who just don't want to get it, um, that it becomes this weird kind of awkward uh, life where I feel like the person that is in the LGBTQT plus community, a lot of them find themselves trying to make straight people feel comfortable so they don't live their truth because they want to make sure that they're living their, not that they're living their lives comfortably, but that they're living their lives in a way that doesn't make another person uncomfortable. And that's a, that's a, that's a, tough pill to swallow to have to live your life that way that's a tough way to live and I'm not one I'm not one of those people that says that's going to sit up and say well just live your truth no matter what you know don't worry about other people and the reason why I say that is because a lot of people stand to lose a lot if they do that in a perfect world yes we would all be able to live our lives and do you know what we want to do but we're not in a perfect world. So I'm definitely not one of those people that feels like everyone has the luxury of just living their lives out loud. I, I love it when I see someone who can. I love it when I see someone who is just, you know, unapologetically themselves, living out loud and living their best lives. And they're not doing it in a, a way that's not genuine. They are doing it in a genuine way. There is a very big difference between someone who is just throwing something in your face just to see what you're going to say as opposed to someone who's just living their truth and doing it genuinely. And both parties can be just as flamboyant and, you know, over the top. 
But there's just a difference when you're doing it in a way that's not genuine. You're just doing it just to see what people will say as opposed to just doing it because this is who I am and I'm just living my life. It just comes off more authentic and genuine and, you know, there is a huge difference. I want to wrap this up now and I just want to say to all the people out there who are living a repressed life, hopefully one day, you know, you get to express yourself. You get to live your life the way you feel comfortable living it. Hopefully you're at some point in a position to where you can just enjoy your life. And hopefully it doesn't take all of your life to be able to do that. I mean, it's funny. I was watching a clip online and DeBrat was saying how she... I I can't remember verbatim what she said, but basically she was saying that, you know, in the 90s, it wasn't cool to come out. And she spoke about how Ellen lost her job and lost her show and just different things like that and how things were so different in the 90s and how she had just come out, you know, not that long ago. And it's all about timing. You know, she she was just saying how it just wasn't almost like it wasn't an option. It's always an option, but what do you stand to lose? So obviously, you know, her losses outweighed the benefits of her coming out, which is, you know, totally understandable. You know, she had to, she still had to make a living. She still had to live her life. And it just brings me to how everyone's situation is so different and we can't expect, you know, expect people to be able to do things that other people are able to do. And I just think that it's good that we have representation. We have people who are, you know, making films, people who are making shows and things that are, you know, have more representation from all demographics. Because if you don't see it, you remain ignorant and you remain confused and you will continue to reject what's different from you. So I do think it's really good that, you know, things are improving you know, everything is slow. (laughs) It's not going to change overnight, but it's cool that in 2021, you know, I feel that people are a little bit more comfortable living in their truths. Not everyone, but a lot of people are, you see, you're seeing more and more people. I, I'm seeing it, you know, more and more where people are just accepting who they are and not worrying so much about trying to make other people comfortable. And I love that. I love that because you can't live your life to make someone else comfortable, to make society comfortable. You know, you can't go through life just making moves so other people aren't offended or other people aren't uncomfortable because some people are going to be uncomfortable because they don't like your eye shape or they don't like your skin color or they don't like the size, your size. They don't like that you... You know, they don't like how your hands look. Things that are totally out of your control. There are some people who are going to like you for, who are not going to like you for those things. So you might as well, (laughs) if you have the ability to just live your life. And I think the worst thing, the worst fate is to have lived and never been able to live your life in a way that you wanted to live it. I think that is the worst thing to have to live a life that is orchestrated by 
someone else or society and what they feel that you should be doing or what they feel comfortable with you doing. I think that's really, really a, a horrible, horrible fate for anyone. But unfortunately, that is a lot of people's fates. I mean, you see it. You see like people who are older, who are just coming out, you know, and it's like, wow. So you lived all those decades and you weren't able to express yourself. Well, yeah, they did because of whatever their situation was. So I say this in closing. I I still think we have a long way to go. I really do. And I think that more and more people, as we do have more things that show inclusion, are opening their hearts and opening their eyes and opening their minds and realizing that that is a good person, you know, as opposed to, oh, that's a gay person. You know, I think people are learning more to... Some people, not all people, like I said, we still have a long way to go, but I think some people are starting to realize that, you know, especially with everything that we went through last year, I think if there's one thing that we need to start to value and start to accept is people, good people, you know, the importance of a good person to me is so key right now. There are so many trash people in the world who are on paper exactly what society says they should be. And there are the worst people in the world. And there are people who on paper are the exact opposite of everything that society says is beautiful or accepted or, you know, what, what, what they want. And they are the people who are the good people. Those are the people who will be your friend, who will be there for you, who are loving and kind. But because society says one thing, you know, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. So many people have thrown them away. And I think that's unfortunate. But it also just shows how we don't really take the time to look on the inside anymore. I think we live in such a society where the outside kind of like, you know, kind of gets people far a lot of times, you know, but that inside is something that is priceless. You know, a person who is good on the inside, that, that, that's priceless. And that's something that we all should strive to have, you know, and like people like that around us, because that's going to take you so far. I look at people who are Like I look at old, you know, pictures of people who are now older, you know, like in their 40s, their 50s. And I look at pictures of them. I'm talking about like actors and singers and things like that. And I sometimes look back at their videos like when they were in their 20s and like, oh, my God, you know, the difference in how they looked at that time. You know, they were drop dead gorgeous and even though there's nothing wrong with them now, they don't look the same. You know, the face has dropped. You know, it, it's not the same. Come on, let's keep it real. We, when we get older, it, it doesn't look the same. When you're young, everything is up. And it's it, even your, your, the, because you're kind of a little bit more naive because you haven't lived all those decades, even that innocence, you know, everything that you have when you're young 
it's just something that is so different from where you are when you're in your 40s and your 50s and up. You know, you're not the same, of course. I say this to say, if you can only see the outside, like how beautiful, you know, that person was in their 20s or, you know, when they were, um, you know, at their peak, you know, when they're at their most beautiful, what are you like? Imagine like people who get married and they, you know, they're with these people, they meet their soulmates. Imagine if they met this person when they were at their peak, their most beautiful and they love them and they just threw them away 10 years later, in which some people do because of the fact that the outside didn't match what they married. You know, what, what, you know, what kind of life is that? The inside, what I'm saying is the inside is what's going to give you longevity. You have to work on the inside. You have to be that person that is has something more to offer than what's on the outside. And the outside, when I say outside, I mean outside beauty. When I say outside, I'm talking about sexuality. I'm talking about everything outside because the inside, the heart, the character, you know, what kind of person they are, you know, just genuinely good people, a person that is just genuinely good on the inside, someone who's going to be there when you're 70 and help you go to the grocery store. You know, like those things are important to have a good person. Otherwise, you're stuck with an out a surface, you know, just like the outside. That's it the surface, the outside, that person is not going to be there for you when you need them. That person is not going to be there for you when something happens and you're not the same on the outside as you were before. And, you know, I just feel like we really have to rethink people. We really have to value humans more and we have to treat each other better you know, than just looking at the outside and judging people by certain things and then throwing them away because they're a certain way. I, I just really, truly feel that we have to do better when it comes to that. Anyway, happy Pride Month to everyone. I hope everyone is finds love. You know, I don't care, you know... It's, it's not important. It's hard enough to find a partner, you know, that loves you for you without having to add to that, being worried about what someone else is going to think about your partner or someone who's going to have a problem with your partner because your partner is not what society says is normal. I feel like that is such bullshit, you know? It's just really, really, really something. Another thing I wanted to... I'm closing, but I want to touch on, too. I saw this video of this these friends. One girl was gay, and her, her best friend was heterosexual. And the best friend, you know, she dated... One dated boys, and the other one dated, you know... had a, One had a boyfriend, the other one had a girlfriend. And... I thought to 
to myself, wow, what a wonderful friendship. You know, they, uh, you know, because that's another thing. People, I saw people like saying, oh, are, does, does the girl hit on you? Are you guys dating? You know, things like that. And they're like, no, we're just best friends. You know, that's not my, um, the one girl who was straight, she was like, yeah, I'm not into that, but she's my best friend. So that was such a good, <coughs> excuse me, that was such a good example to me of someone who just genuinely wanted a good friend, you know, despite her sexuality. And I think in wrapping up, that's what I'm saying. Like people, you could miss a good friend because you're worried about what society, you're worried because society is going to see you walking down the street if you're a man with a gay man. Or you're worried because what are they going to say if they see me walking around with this girl who looks like a boy? Are they going to think I'm gay? You know, you can really miss out on some super good friends if you let things like that stop you. And in this life, it is so hard to find genuine people. You have to take them, you know, where you can get them. You can't let, like I said, surface things like that stop you. That's just what I, that's just my thoughts on this. This was my rant, if you will, about just life and, you know, just repression and just how I really wish more people didn't have to live their life feeling so repressed and feeling so unable to live and love freely. And to anyone out there who's listening, I hope, I hope you're out, you're able to live and love freely. That is such, that sounds like such a simple thing, but it's such a hard thing for so many, you know, it really is. And hopefully, you know, if that is your, your story and you can't do that, as I said, hopefully that changes for you and you can live in a way that is unapologetically you alright guys I'm going to wrap up enjoy the rest of your pride month and enjoy the rest of your life you know let this day be the day that you make one step towards being the person that you've always wanted to be Make let this be the day that you start looking for people who genuinely accept you for you you know And let this be the day that you maybe have to clean house and move some people out who are causing you or trying to repress you and trying to make you into something that you're not. I mean, just think about it. Life is short. Live your life for you. Don't hurt nobody. (laughs) Do everything with love and good intentions. And it'll all work out. All right, guys, I got to go. Peace.